Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Week number one, the daytime action, all in the books now. The Thursday nighter was a little bit of a snooze fest, and we wondered if we were going to get any quality football in week number one as far as non-sloppy play and uh, action-related. Yeah, we did. We got some of that today. Uh, so it wasn't that everyone walked through the preseason and wasn't quite ready for week number one. Well, the Cleveland Browns look like they weren't ready for week number one. I don't know how much that had to do with the fact that they didn't get enough work in in the preseason. Our next guest may be able to tell us better because he follows them day in and day out for 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. Dow Ryder joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Working from the assumption that the Browns weren't ready for today's game, why would you say that? What do you believe is the biggest reason why that's the case, Dow? I have no idea. <laughs> it is, you know what? Uh, I wrote after the game, I think the Browns should petition the league to just cancel week one for them and just let them start in week two because it is just disgusting to watch them attempt to play the sport of football in the first week of the season. One win, 19 losses, and a tie since coming back into the NFL in 1999. It's, today was embarrassing. They were penalized 18 times, could have been flagged 20. Actually, they were flagged 20, uh, two plays. They got flagged twice on the same play, 182 yards. Uh, Baker Mayfield was under siege all afternoon. The offensive line was embarrassingly terrible. So now I don't feel bad about ripping ripping that unit and saying how awful it was in the preseason. It really is that bad, and he might not survive the season if he gets that kind of protection that he got today that saw him get sacked five times, hit seven more times, and I'm surprised he came out in one piece. Yeah, and oh, by the way, everything you said was on point. Your defense gave up 43 points. So other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? You pointed (laughs) to a bunch of things on the offensive side. Your defense got embarrassed by an okay at best Tennessee Titan offense. What the hell happened there? Well, in their – in their defense, in the fourth quarter, it was a tight game. It was 15-13, to 13, and then um, they got burned on a screenplay, uh, which, by the way, uh, some questionable officiating. Now, officiating did not cost the Browns the game. That's not why they lost. However, uh, the Browns had a couple of big plays wiped out because of uh, penalties. Odell Beckham had a big gain wiped out because he was called for pushing off questionable they had another uh, screen get uh, called back because of a blindside block call. 
the 75 yard touchdown to Henry, uh, there appeared to be an illegal block in that that did not get called. And when I look back at the, the plays, uh, that's questionable. But nonetheless, it happened. I, I figured it was going to happen. The Titans were playing the screen game the entire afternoon, was not working early. But I figured at some point they were going to pop one, and that's exactly happened. 75 yard touchdown. That made, made it 22 13. And then Baker Mayfield just started throwing interceptions. Um, his arm got tired, and uh, quite frankly, the, the Tennessee Titans did not have long fields to work with. A uh, four-play 35-yard drive, a four-play 34-yard drive, uh, and then uh, they got a pick six, and that was all she wrote. That'll do it. Uh, short fields will end up with a lot of points, 42 on the board for the Titans today. We're talking to uh, Dow Ryder from 92.3 to the fan, their Browns reporter. All right, so a disappointing game, lose, get handled, booing in the first half, I heard on the broadcast today, so uh, fans already in a bit of a snit. How did Freddie Kitchens handle his first post-loss press conference? Ah, handle it like a champ. Um, uh, I got bad news for Freddie. If this keeps up, it's going to get worse. Um, that was, again, it was one of the most embarrassing performances and, you know, this whole off season of feel good fans finally being able to feel good about, uh, their football team. And I got to tell you, no team just drives their fans to drink and bail on them quite like the Browns do. And the stadium was empty again in the fourth quarter packed for the first time in a long time before kickoff. Uh, they had this big campaign because the mobile tickets, they wanted fans to get to their seats on time. Stadium was packed to kick off, and it was empty midway through the fourth quarter again. And uh, that's become a tradition in Cleveland, Ohio. And it's one that they should uh, try and get turned around. They thought they were going to get turned around. It didn't happen today. You mentioned the uh, Baker Mayfield picks late, ended up throwing three. Uh, You noted that you thought his arm got a little tired uh, Baker likes to talk as if he is invincible, as if he has already established himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the National, League, uh, National Football League. He had a good, above-average rookie year, but he's not in the conversation with the best in the league just yet. How did he handle his post-game uh, gatherings? Did he take bullets for today's poor performance? Well, I mean, he, he certainly took the blame for the, the one throw in Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, direction there in the fourth quarter. Uh, he said, hey, it was a bad throw. That's on me. Odell was where he was supposed to be, right depth, right route, everything. I got to get the ball to him. Uh, so he, he was accountable. And the other thing, too, is this is one of of, of 16. And uh, I tweeted this, and, I, and I'm actually in the process of, uh, of writing some thoughts uh, and some perspective from this game. It, you know, hopefully this is 2007 repeated. Uh, you know, uh, this is the worst loss in week one. And again, there have been a ton of them for the Browns since 99. This is the worst one since 2007. Steelers took them to the woodshed 34-7. Now, the day after that game, the Browns traded Charlie Fry, their starting quarterback, to the Seattle Seahawks. That had never been done in NFL history. If it's bad and never been done in NFL history, the Cleveland Browns probably will do it. <laughs> and so uh, they then turned the reins over to Derek Anderson, and that offense just went bananas. They won 10 of their uh, final 15 games. They just missed the playoffs. Derek Anderson had a Pro Bowl year. I think they had six Pro Bowlers that year. It was uh, a fantastic season. So hopefully 
a similar situation here. A clunker in week one. They certainly are not trading Baker Mayfield tomorrow. That's not going to happen. Hopefully they put this behind them. They lick their wounds this week, and they get ready for national television next Monday night against the New York Jets in right. New York. All right, so they take a day off tomorrow, get back at it on Tuesday. You're right, they got a uh, Monday nighter. Got to come here to New York. Oh, by the way, the Jets' loss was almost as painful as the Browns, so it's two teams that both desperately need a restart to their season. What is it that Freddie Kitchens will emphasize this week that the Browns must be better at, must improve at, must pay more attention to. Was there one thing that kind of stood above the rest as to if we just put our mind to this, we got to be better than we were in week number one? Yeah, the penalties. You can't have your left tackle thrown out for kicking a guy in the head. You can't have your Pro Bowl defensive end almost get thrown out because he threw an open-hand punch at somebody. You can't commit 18 penalties and cost yourself nearly 200 yards in, in yardage and, and be uh, first in 20 and first in 25 all the time. There were, I want to say, eight instances where the Browns were like third and 14. And I just you can't win like that. You can't compete at this level like that. So they have to be more disciplined and they have to be smarter. And if they do that, then the talent that they have on this roster, I think, can shine. Uh, outside the penalties, though, I don't know what they do to fix the offensive line. I maybe light some church candles, pray the football <laughs> guys bestow some skill upon these guys or what. But, um, yeah, I, I would say the penalties is the big glaring thing uh, of the things that I feel that are legitimately fixable going forward. You mentioned that going into the fourth quarter, it was still a game that was quasi-hanging in the balance and then uh, Baker to a couple picks, and the Texan uh, Titans got some quick touchdowns. They only ran the ball twenty times today, and Baker threw it thirty-eight. Is that yeah. the kind of balance that they're looking for? Is this going to be a pass-first offense, or is it one that's going to try and be more fifty-fifty balance? Sometimes the score dictates it, and that was the case certainly in the fourth quarter. But even before yeah. that, uh, they hadn't run the ball as much uh, or as well as I thought they would. Uh, again, you pointing to that offensive line there? Yeah, I, you know, the, the offensive line is just not good, plain and simple. And, um, you know, Nick Chubb is a home run hitter as a, a running back, no question about that. Uh, he still averaged 4.6 a carry today, uh, but only got 16 uh, touches on the ground and got like you know, around 75 yards or so. So um, they need to get that run game uh, as productive as they as it needs to be to maybe take some of that pressure. One thing that I noticed with Tennessee, you know, they were able to use their run game today. They they finished like a, almost 125 yards on the ground, and they were able to use that run game to really set up the play action for Marcus Mariota. And Marcus Mariano, I got to tell you, doesn't really impress me, but he had a really good day uh, statistically. When you look at uh, the three touchdowns he threw, didn't throw an interception, even though he still had 10 incompletions. But he only threw it, you know, I think, uh, you know, 24, 25 times, something like that. So um, uh, the game got away in the fourth quarter. That kind of caused Baker to start chucking it all over the yard. That's what happened. Unfortunately, it was the Tennessee Titans he was completing passes to, and uh, that gifted them 21 fourth-quarter points to put the Browns uh, away. All right, so the Browns have this very good, feel-good offseason, and uh, expectations were certainly raised. 
and they have this major letdown week number one. But you're right, it's just one. It's only one game, and that's probably the song that they're going to sing this week in prepping for week two against the Jets, who blew a 16-0 lead of their own today. If they come up short on Monday night and they get out of the gate 0-2, how are the uh, Browns fans going to react in that town? Is it going to be difficult for the Browns to even go outside if this team gets out to an 0-2 start? Uh, well, um, it's already difficult right now. Uh, just, you know, just the fans are very disappointed. I mean, it, it, again, this was just a massive, life. it's one thing if, if you lose the game 24, 22, something like that, you know, 24, 20, that happens, right? But just to go, just absolutely get your doors blown off in the fourth quarter and embarrassed on your own home field. Uh, you know, one of the Titans coaches I heard as they were leaving the press box, uh, late in the fourth quarter, cause they didn't have to stay. Obviously the game was in hand. One of the assistant coaches yelled, same old Browns, Ooh. you know, uh, you know, Delani Walker channeled the inner, uh, the old, uh, you know, if you want to crown them, crown them. They are who we thought they were. His, you know, channeled his, his Dennis Green there yep. uh, in, in that Titan locker room after the game. Because, again, all the focus, all the attention was on the Browns. Uh, and the, the Browns do what they always do, and that's lay a big, fat egg anytime they're expected to show up and perform. And it's it just it's frustrating for these fans. But, uh, again, uh, there's a lot of football to be played, but they better show up uh, Monday night against the Jets. Uh, and then they got another tough one against the Rams. Uh, we're going to put an asterisk on what the Ravens did. I mean, it's the Dolphins for crying out loud, okay? The, the Dolphins are the new Cleveland Browns from 2016 and 2017. They're the new 1-31 in franchise in the league. So let's put an asterisk on the Ravens right now before we get too excited. Uh, but they went out and did what they should have done, and that just uh, completely mowed the lawn uh, with the Miami Dolphins today. But uh, that schedule early on for the Browns is extremely difficult. It's more forgiving in the second half of the season. I think this will be a better second-half team. But, boy, uh, I had this one as a win, and I really thought 4-4 four and four was going to be where they were through the first half of the season. And they uh, don't get this straightened out. Uh, I, I don't know that they're going to recover and be able to make a run for the playoffs in that second half. Yeah, you better hope that you're right about the Ravens, that this was an anomaly and it was the opposition as much as uh, their being able to put up uh, uh, 50 points because week number four, you got to go right to uh, Baltimore. We'll find yep. out how good the Ravens are before September comes and goes. Daryl, unfortunately, our time is coming gone. Appreciate you hopping on board with us. Thanks for the insight. We'll talk down the road. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.